Hi folks, Gary Kelly here from gkmedia.ie. Today I'm going to keep this short so we can get straight to our interview with business owner and coach Jill Carroll because she simply has lots of great advice and wisdom in the following discussion. If you are in hospitality, you need to listen to this. If you are in business, you need to listen to this. If you are lost within yourself, you need to listen to this. Jill talks about the importance of knowing your core values, elements that are unique to you and yet define you and should be brought into play for all major decisions you need to make. She focuses on calculated risks, what a leader needs to be in this world and so much more. She's an amazing, inspirational businesswoman and is back coaching now too with her business Strive Furish. Prepare for another Gary Talks Masterclass. This is a GK Media Podcast. Delighted to be joined on Gary Talks today by business owner and business coach, Jill Carroll. Jill, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm wonderful. Sitting in sunny Galway in the sunshine. You've always been an inspiring woman. You've always been very positive, very proactive and productive. And you were certainly one of the first people who came to mind a few months ago when COVID-19 arrived on our sunny Emerald Isle and running a restaurant in Galway City Centre, you were obviously badly affected by COVID-19 because your business shut effectively immediately, but you're still quite positive and upbeat. But can you bring us back to a few months ago when all this kind of suddenly came upon you? How did you react to the situation? Um, Sure. So I think it was around the weekend of the 15th of March that it all really kicked into home about what was happening. And it became really difficult to actually do business, uh, serve our customers in a safe way and to keep the staff safe. It was very stressful. We had stags and hens booked in. I had like a group of lads, maybe 20 of them, who'd been oblivious to what had gone on all weekend. And they landed into the restaurant for their breakfast brunch and they just couldn't understand what I was saying. Wash your hands. I can't see you all together. You need to separate. And just the stress levels went through the roof. We had come together as the business community as well with the mayor of Galway and Neil McNeilis and a few others. And we had a really serious meeting up in the Ardalan with, there was members of the IHF there, Fulch Ireland. I mean, everyone was there and it was kind of like, this is the last time we're going to see each other. We need to separate. We need to close our businesses. And Brendan McGrath from Galway City Council came in towards the end and he had stats that have been true to today. What he said that night is exactly what happened. So it was pretty surreal and scary. You were doing extraordinarily well. I mean, you, you opened up your first restaurant, 37 West, near NUI Galway a few years ago. Uh, and at that time, I suppose, healthy eating was trendy. Yes, it was. Healthy was the new sexy. <laughs> And you recently sold that business. And as I said, your other business, 56 Central, is in the heart of Galway City Centre. Thriving business, always busy, no matter what time of the day uh, you went in there. It seemed to be that you were coasting, that, you know, it was going to be a good year. And now it's all abruptly come to a stop. Yes. I think the word sexy is very important here. Business isn't sexy all the time. (laughs) What you see isn't really what goes on all the time. And I think really important right now is that every business, what you think a business is behind the scenes in the back office, that's what really matters right now. That's what's going to get these businesses out of this mess. So I suppose over the years, I've been doing a lot of um, self-development. And last year I went to Tony Robbins, a business mastery seminar. It was like five or six days and it was really intense. 
I haven't studied business since I went to college, which was, you know, just a few years ago. <laughs> um, and I learned a lot that weekend with him, very financial stuff and savvy, you know, where do you want to be going forward? And I think that's when I really took the decision that actually I wanted to sell 37 West, focus more on 56, really focus in on my coaching skills that are part of my core values and just explore that. So I think the timing was pretty good. So now I only have one baby to to look after at the moment. So things happen for a reason, I suppose. Let's go back to coaching because you started coaching a few years ago and obviously 56 Central, your restaurant is closed at the moment, but coaching now is something that you're able to put more time into. So again, you're you're reigniting a former passion as such to bring in some, some income. Yeah, so my core values are contribution, connection, leadership, and playfulness. So if I cannot be doing these in my life every day, we're all in big trouble. Everybody around me is in big trouble too. So I think when this all kicked off, obviously I came home, the restaurant was closed, things were a bit eerie for a couple of days. And then I took out the yoga mat, got onto these meditation classes and really went back into my mind, into my body and just relaxed myself back down again. And then said, right, how can I get my core values re-going again? How can I help people? How can I serve best? I'm a member of the Goi City Business Association. So I did a lot of work with them, helping our members, you know, getting information from social welfare or from chamber and giving it out. And then I delved really deep into the coaching world and said, I can help people right now. So why shouldn't I do it? And also it will give me a source of income at the same time. So that's where it all kind of came from, I suppose, in the last couple of weeks. I have to say, I did a coaching session with you as well, and I found it amazing. I was going in saying, hopefully I'll take away something from it, like that I cling on to one point. But there's like so many great nuggets of advice and guidance and wisdom and direction uh, that you gave me during the masterclass. It's not just on my business. It's on me personally. It's on how I can be there more for my family and more supportive to my wife and invaluable, invaluable stuff. And if that's just what I got from one session with you, Jill Carroll, I'm excited about what's to come down the road. But go back to core values, because when we started our session, you mentioned core values to me. And uh, when I look inwards, I look more inwards on performance and the results that gives in business. But it was looking a lot deeper. Can you talk about the importance of discovering one's core values? Yeah, so I think your core values are really things that are your guiding light and they're going to keep you on track. They're also going to keep you on check for things that don't serve you and things that do serve you. So by aligning with them, your business will be better. You as a human will be better in the ways that you show up in life. And I use them as a a checklist. So, you know, when I look at, should I sell 37 West or you know, should I, should I close 56 Central? The, the easiest one was the leadership role. Yes, you should. You should be seen as a leader. Close this business right now. It's not safe. If I don't know what my core values are, then it's going to be harder to make good decisions in life. So it's a very simple exercise that we teach. And I really think it helps people guide them again. Why did you get involved in business? Um, maybe because my father dragged me in when I was uh, 15. <laughs> I actually worked in Chicago for a few years and then I went and worked in Lynch's Cafe and sent my CV in and got sent back with a few spelling mistakes and to this day I can't spell, but I got the job anyway. Um, and then I think I've always grown up around it, hearing stories from dad and, you know, 
just became to love the game of business and all that it has in so broad and wide. And then I studied uh, hotel management in GMIT and I did human resource certification. I love learning and development. And I think that goes hand in hand with business. Working in Chivago, which was a record store, and then working in hospitality and hotels, being a restaurant owner then, did you need to know how to how to bake and cook and all those sort of things? Yeah. So dad being the business savvy entrepreneur and then mom being the caring, nurturing nurse, I smashed the two of them together and said, oh, I, can, I can be a business owner and make people tea and coffee and make food for them. So I've landed in the middle of the two. So I think going to GMIT and learning the groundwork is so important in hospitality because you need to know how to do all aspects, marketing, communication, HR, finances. If you don't know all of those areas, it's going to be really hard for you to succeed. And it's all about systems and processes. And that kind of stuff is what, you, what you're taught in college. And it, it just stands to you. What nugget of advice did you pick up from watching your father in business years ago as a teenager? I suppose he was always really into the team and he recognized that it wasn't him that was driving the ship. It was the team that was, and and he was the facilitator to help them. He always used to say, whatever you need, just come to me and ask me for it. And it's very rarely that you, he would say no to something. Um, and he was always open to ideas. I mean, he was in a, in the music industry, which back then like, it was huge and it, you know, it has changed so much over the years. Um, I remember when the recession kicked in, he made us all little small um, cards that said failure is not an option. And he still has it in his wallet. And I think, you know, that's where we are right now. Failure is not an option. We won't give up. We won't. We'll have to pivot, change, evolve. What can we do to get past and beyond this? And right now that's where we are again, unfortunately. But failure won't be the option. So what would you say then to other restaurant owners who they may just have to close. They may not be able to implement social distancing in the restaurant for the next 18 months. They may not have the cash flow. Can you even explain some of the scenarios that are facing you when you reopen? Yes. Yeah, so this morning, I spent the morning writing to my local TDs um, to ask for some more support and some more help wherever they can. And the Restaurant Association of Ireland have been doing really good work around this. Like the reality is, it is going to be hard for me and for so many people to open their business. Social distancing is one issue. We now don't have tourists. We don't have the university with all the college kids coming in who would be a big market for me. People's safety and security is going to be a little bit frazzled over the next couple of weeks. And if we open too quickly, we could end up closing really quickly because we will eat money. Every minute that you're open costs money. And we have to do this in a real timely manner. And we need to speed it up. We need to get back to work sooner. The European cities, are, our countries are opening their restaurants a lot quicker than we are um, and their retail spaces. And obviously I want it done in a safe way, but we need to get back quicker. We need a lot more support from the government in terms of helping us with cash flow, which is going to be the tricky thing. When we open, we have to have enough money in the bank to pay the wages that week, to pay our suppliers. Very different than retail who can do bargain bins, discount, you know, big sales. You can't really cheapen your brand in hospitality. You need chefs there to make the food. We now need to motivate and inspire those guys. One of the things that we do in 56 Central is the head chef, Arenthus. He's created his own Instagram page and he is making unbelievable food and we're sharing it all 
on our social media streams. And we're asking all the staff as well, you know, if you've baked something at home or cooked something, give us the pictures of it so we can share it. So it's, you know, keeping the, keeping the brand alive online over the last couple of weeks. I think it, the Instagram and Facebook have been busier than they ever have. Um, but I think the most important thing, if you own a business right now, is to get your finances up to date. Pay the money, whatever you have to do. Know where you are as of the day you closed, a profit and loss account, and really drill down and do projections based off a 60% loss, a 70% loss, whatever you think is realistic. Look at your timings, look at your offering, your menu is going to have to change, the days of the week that you operate might have to change, the social distancing amongst your staff, their health and well-being is going to have to be looked at. And then don't open until you know it's right, because the timing is so important right now. And what would you say to someone who may have been struggling pre-COVID-19? Is it time for them really just to say, look, I need to change markets? I would say go back to what your core values are, as we already discussed. You know, if your business model wasn't working, is this an opportunity to change it without having a lot of expense? But really, just be honest with yourself. And it, it is it is like I said, it, it's not all sexy. It's about finances and making things work. You can't keep borrowing money and getting into debt. And if you're not getting a wage, if you're not having a pension for yourself, if your staff aren't having you know a nice environment to work in, then really, like you have to question what it's all about. So, Jill, the fact that you're back coaching now with your company Strive Furish, you're working with people not only in hospitality, but different industries. What sort of feedback are you getting from people at the moment? How are people out there coping? At the moment, I think one word is grief. We're all in a cycle of grief. We're on this change curve. Some are in denial, some are in acceptance, some are streets ahead and they're in exploration and they're ready to go. Um, we're all in different phases and so are our teams and business people that you're doing business with. And I think we need to be very mindful of that People are vulnerable right now. So one of the things that we have set up under the umbrella of Strifer is is a mastermind called Circle of Control. Um, And basically we meet every week and we have about 90 minutes and we go through different things, basically starting at where are you right now and what is it that you need to get to? Uh, what are your core values? Let's look at the, your wheel of life. What are areas in your life that we could give some focus and direction to? And people are loving it because it's it's waking them up again. It's waking up their energies, their creativity. It's getting them back on track. And we're doing a lot of visualization because we have to start visualizing a new future for ourselves. And it is really hard. I mean, the other day I tried to visualize myself and I, I got stuck because I love travel. And I was like, oh my God, I can't put that in but we can expand the visualization for maybe two years down the line. But the more you visualize and the more you get that back into your gut again, what things can look like, it's very empowering and it brings automatic happiness to yourself. And do you find that you're getting more time now to actually focus on vision boards, focus on self-development and such, because you're not caught up with the craziness of, of running a business seven days a week? I am in bliss. I am loving my life at home here. And I think all my staff are like, she's having way too much of a good time. But I am really enjoying having the space to explore stuff at ease and jump on to, last night I did a lovely book review with the group and it was lovely, you know, just nice passive listening to about about a different book and, you know, going on to yoga classes. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I really don't know how I'm going to readjust again. <laughs> 
But do you get that fear then when you have a little bit of me time or you're exploring new things that you might be interested in of, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be taking a rest. I shouldn't be going for walks. I need to be constantly focusing on getting my business ready to to blow it out of the water because there's going to be even more competition out there when businesses start reopening again. I had this conversation with my father last night and one of the things he said, which is so important, I created my busy life because of learning from him, is the most important thing you can do right now is just to be still, you know, to relax and go at the flow that suits you, you know, and I, and I think that's really important because in that stillness, this is where the good stuff comes from. And by going there, and I think when this kicked off on the 15th of March, my natural instinct was to be still. And I did that very quickly. And that's where I think the good stuff came from and, and the coaching and, you know, resetting up a whole business so quickly because I just went still and I just relaxed into myself. People are going crazy, making different forecasts and running their brains crazy, but things are changing all the time. So, you know, you have to allow a balance between them. Do a little bit of work every day, find out what's happening, keep in touch. And then the rest of it, it's okay. It's okay to do nothing and it's okay to be still and just be yourself. You were talking about your staff there. Have you maintained communication with your staff or have you completely pulled back to just focus on yourself? No, myself and the staff have a, we have a Facebook group. So we keep in touch with each other all the time on that, talking over and back. Last night we had a Zoom party. So everyone jumped on a Zoom call together and it was the cheapest staff party I've ever had. Uh, (laughs) And uh, yesterday, one of the staff members, David, called over with the most beautiful letter to the world's best boss and, you know, lovely notes inside it about what I should do to take care of myself. So we're really We are trying our best to look after each other. I keep in touch with everybody. A few weeks ago, I got in touch with Jonathan Corbett and got some pizzas, vouchers for the staff and sent them out to them. So just just doing little things to let them know that we're still here. We're still in the game. We haven't given up yet and that the, the door is always open. A lot of my crew are studying at the moment. So, you know, just being that sounding board for them. And again, I think the working off the Facebook group, you know, tell me what dishes you've cooked and Roz Purcell shared one of them and sure they were so excited about it. So it's still, we're still very much alive as a group. What would you see the role of leadership in today's new world or a a leader that is needed in today's world? I think it's somebody who is taking very calculated risks and not going to spiral things out of control. The worst thing I would hate to see for anyone is that they reopen without thinking and then by September they're closed down again. You know, you need to be creative. You need to look at all the different options. Takeaway might suit you. Getting your business online might be something that works for you. Maybe somebody needs a career break, you know, but just really exploring, writing, journaling, what is it that you want? That's going to make the best leadership qualities come out of you. Well, Jill, you are a true leader and, you know, best luck to you when you do reopen uh, 56 Central. I look forward to being back in there again. Continued success with your coaching masterclasses. Strive for it. If people want to get more information on those coaching sessions, where can they go to uh, contact you? We have a Facebook page, Strive for It, and we're also on LinkedIn as well. And you'll see the details about the Circle of Control mastermind we've got another one starting in about a week and we're, we're trying to roll them out every week if the mastermind is small there's only about 10 people in the group a great space for networking so we'll hopefully have one every week
What's the layout of that? Because I know someone who isn't one of those groups and they were saying it's great because it is one of these mastermind groups that's not packed. It's like everyone gets their money's worth and their value and much more because it's a small group. Yeah, so the mastermind is up to 10 people. We meet on Zoom. We are encouraging the collaboration, the sharing of knowledge. So we might have a ho- two hoteliers who can, you know, they're not in competition. They can share details or the hotelier has details about when the occupancy is going to go up and then the restaurant owner can use that information. We have people in the beauty world, in the health and well-being, um, in the accountancy, financial sector. So the collaboration and the networking alone amongst themselves has been really powerful already. We're only a few weeks in. And then the safe space to explore what's going on in their mind and what where they want to go in the future is all about what it's what it's about. How many classes are such then are there? How many sessions? We're doing them. It, it's quite rapid. Normally, I would give space of a couple of weeks so you can get your homework done because we give a lot of homework. But right now we're doing four week intakes. So you meet every Wednesday for 90 minutes and then you get homework to do and come back the following Wednesday. And the wins and the aha moments that can happen in seven days have been phenomenal so far so we're hoping to see that success roll on excellent and i think to be honest it's important to be doing it every week at this stage because as we were saying there is so much change happening at such a fast pace for society for people in general at the moment yeah and everyone is jumping on webinars which they're very loaded with information but it's really important that we look at ourselves and say, you know, how can I show up better for myself today, right now? And that will impact how you're going to show up in the next couple of weeks and months to deal with what's going on. We all had our holiday, the Corona holiday for the first couple of weeks. Like we have to get on with things now to a certain extent. And I think the mastermind is a great way to start exploring that and making some small steps towards it. The biggest thing people said in the mastermind was, Oh, I didn't realize I thought it was just me that felt that way. And we're, again, we're all having the same feelings. But I go back to what we, we talked about earlier. We're not all in the same boat right now. We are all in our own boats and we're all on our way to the lighthouse. Some people have outstanding boats that have sails and engines and unbelievable captains and everything. Other boats are small and they're taking on a lot of water and they're having to dump their sails to get rid of the weight. But we all will make it to the lighthouse in some way, shape or form. It's it's up to us to decide now how we're going to do that. And also to remember when we get to the lighthouse, we'll probably have to go back in the boat again um, because it's not going to be perfect when we get there. It's an ongoing journey that we're on. Very well said. I love it. Jill Carroll, thanks very much for joining us today on Gary Talks. Thank you. I hope you got something truly valuable out of that. The fact Jill even sent out pizza to her staff during lockdown shows the sort of person she is. I've personally known Jill since we were children living behind each other and she always gave and expected nothing in return. We really need more people like Jill Carroll in this world. Please follow GK Media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. Gary Talks is on Instagram as well if you want to give a shout out. And most importantly, please subscribe to this podcast, whether you're listening to it on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google or any other major streaming podcast platform. Till I talk to you next time, stay safe, stay sane.